Welcome home, everyone. Thank you for joining in on this episode of Welcome Home with the Katinas. Welcome Home is a podcast where I, your host Josh, sit down for a conversation with different people who I admire and discuss whatever's on their mind, and especially focus on life at home in times like this. Wherever you are and however you're listening, thank you for your support, and once again, welcome home. everybody thank you for joining in on this week's episode of welcome home with the katinas uh this week so i'm recording this this is probably the closest i've ever recorded a podcast to the time of it being released i'm recording this at 8 35 p.m on wednesday night so this podcast will be out in like three hours and today's been a crazy day this whole week has been crazy honestly because uh, my wife and i are preparing to leave early tomorrow morning to go on a trip to California. And so I, after I'm done recording this episode, I'm going to go help my wife pack, and mostly she's going to help me pack. So thank you in advance to my wife for that. And speaking of my wife, tonight's guest is none other than the lovely <laughs> Alexis Katina. Alexis, honey, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. <laughs> I uh, So I had a, a guest lined up and some th- scheduling things fell through. And so I honestly didn't know what I was going to do this week for the podcast. I was planning on just getting on and rambling on the mic by myself for an hour. But thankfully, my wife decided she didn't want everyone to have to suffer through that. He signed me up for him himself. (laughs) So Alexis is going to be our guest to this week. And the timing actually, in my opinion, really works out. (laughs) Because one, I love sitting and talking with you, babe. Um, And two, your birthday is in like two days, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. This Saturday, April 9th. Yes. And how old are you going to be turning? The ripe age of 24. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, young, 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 young lady. But um, so, yeah, part of the reason we're going to California is we're celebrating Alexis's birthday and she's someone worth celebrating. But since Alexis is a second time guest, well, I guess you've been on shows before, but this is your second time being my guest. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, we're not going to do the three question format this week. Uh we're just going to talk and there's only going to be one question for you, honey. And so I'll go ahead and ask it. What's going on at home? There's a lot going on at home right now, but it's good. Um, I just started kind of just started in December, a new job that I'm really enjoying <laughs> and we're just kind of settling into married life. Um, 
it's crazy. We've already been married for almost seven months. Wow. So that's weird and Wait, crazy. I thought last month was seven months. Was it? Was it? August, I thought last month. September, October, November, December, January, okay, February, I... March. This is going to be our eighth. Like tomorrow is our eighth <laughs> month anniversary. I'm actually thinking of Roscoe's birthday. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, yes. It's almost been eight months. Wow. That's even crazier. Mm -hmm. um, we're raising a young dog. Yes. He's doing great. Little Roscoe. We just dropped him off at your parents to have him for the week while we're in California. And we miss him already. It's our first, first time <laughs> without our baby. Um, yeah, that's kind of what's going on at home in a nutshell i guess yeah. you know what's going on at home you're here yeah but i, I want to hear your perspective <laughs> on it i uh so i talking about being married for eight months i feel like so getting married obviously is a huge life change mm -hmm. but we've also both gotten new jobs since we've been married which is a big life change mm -hmm. at, at any time yeah. and so to do that in the, your first year of marriage, like I've always heard like the list of things not to do your first year of marriage is like, don't move to a new place. <laughs> don't, uh, I forget, maybe it's don't have a baby or something. <laughs> and then don't change your career, change jobs. And mm -hmm. so we did one of those things and, uh, it's, I, I would say, and I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. I, I would say that season was kind of challenging for us yeah I'm, yeah yeah definitely i mean i feel like i was ready for a new job but your new job wasn't it wasn't really the same case so it was kind of us coming in at two different angles trying to find a new job so that was a lot to take on and on top of that like it was just a crazy season like i lost my granddaddy mm. and then you lost your grandma and we've just tackled a lot this yeah. season and I feel like it's been for the better though. I mean, we've really figured out how to handle a lot of things early on. Yeah, it, it, it's been hard. I mean, sometimes it's like things that you don't even think about end up being like, uh, like huge parts of it. I don't know how to word it, but like so your job before this, you were pretty much working from home full time. Mm -hmm. And now it's the opposite. You go into the office every day. Yeah. Um, that was a big change for me. Like not having you home with me five days a week. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I had to, I, I had to be way more intentional about like making time to like spend with you because when we were wor both working from home, like we were working, right? Mm -hmm. And so it's not like we were just hanging out all day, but just knowing that you were in the same house as me, yeah. it, it was like a, there was a comfort to that. And so having to adjust to go from that to now five days a week, my wife's not here mm -hmm. and I'm home alone. Like it was kind of weird. Yeah. And on top of that, we got a new dog. <laughs> um, and then in January of this year, I... I don't want to say I lost my job, but I became unemployed. <laughs> yeah. Um, what was that like for you? Um, I mean, there was a lot of pressure there because we had two incomes when we got married. And 
we were just kind of trying to figure out like finances and bills and everything with both of our incomes freshly married mm-hmm. and then not even five months later we're trying to figure it all out again on a totally different spectrum so yeah. just having the one income so that was a lot but we made it through and it was hard but again I, I think it taught us a lot and we just handled a lot of hard things in the beginning and I think it's gonna pay off in the end yeah you held it down honey <laughs> I mean the last it was like two and a half months basically that I wasn't working um and like it was stressful it was definitely stressful and it wasn't fun but I think it would have been a whole lot worse if I didn't have someone like you who was so consistent and supportive and you know you didn't you didn't you definitely didn't baby me like you (laughs) you really encouraged me to you know put myself out there and and you know you held me accountable but at the same time you know I think I struggled a lot with like feelings of inadequacy being a new husband Mm -hmm. and like literally four months into the marriage I don't have a job and my Mm -hmm. wife is now the breadwinner in the house (laughs) um like that was a struck just that mentally for me was really hard but Mm -hmm. you the way you handled it and approached it it, it, it saved me. So mm-hmm. thank you for just being so solid. Thanks. Um, but now I have a job. Thank God. <laughs> I started about a month ago now. It's been, well, it's been almost four weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I go, now I go to the office three days a week. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's even less time that I have at home with you because I leave before you. And on top of that, For those of you who don't know, um, I'm in the middle of a year where I've committed to making a song every day this year. And so the music that you hear at the beginning and the end of every podcast, those are some of the songs that I'm making. I post them all on my YouTube channel. It's West Main Music. Um, But I really am spending time every day making a song. Like I'm not just releasing a bunch of stuff that I already have. It's always brand new music. And so (laughs) that's time. Mind you, I'm now working full time and spending time in the studio every day to make music. So what's that like for you, Alexis? Uh, You have a 25 year old husband who comes home (laughs) from his corporate job and goes into a studio to make beats. Um, (laughs) I think it's, it's definitely unique. Um, I mean, I really love to see you do what you love to do. And I think you being able to get to do your hobbies and something that I feel like you express yourself so well in is worth all of the time that you're in the studio because, I mean, you can hear it in the music. Everybody go listen on his YouTube channel. It's it's good stuff. So, there's actually a song that I've released this year that has Alexis playing violin on it. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I'm sure there will be more. <laughs> if, you haven't asked me yet. <laughs> well, if I can find it in the budget to hire her. Um, yeah, I, that that's like honestly, if if I weren't married right now, 
I think I would probably probably spend three times as much time in the studio um, compared to what I do now. And but that's not to say you're holding me back or anything, <laughs> but it's so important for me to spend time with you. And so, um, you know, that's why I, I do spend what little time I have left in my day. I, I would try and make sure that it's all focused on you. And uh, speaking of commitments for a year, you made a commitment at the beginning of the year. <laughs> yes, I did. I'm slacking on it right now, but tell our I'll listeners, tell our listeners what your commitment was for this year. So I committed this year to cook through an entire cookbook. Mm. So the cookbook is called The Comfortable Kitchen. Um, and it's by a chef that I love to follow on Instagram and she's made a couple cookbooks, but <laughs> I am trying to cook through all of her recipes. I think there's like a hundred and 30 something in there of like different meats to prepare and appetizers and desserts and all these different things that I am going to try to cook all of them before the year ends. (laughs) Yes. And I get to taste everything. (laughs) And so far, everything has been good. Like, so you say you're slacking right now. How, like, how far behind do you think you are? I don't know. I've probably done like 12. Really? You think I've done less? No, I think you've done more. (laughs) Oh, I don't know. I don't think so. If you've only done 12, then yeah, you are slacking. You think I've done more? Maybe I have. I don't know. If you've done 12, that means you're on pace to do 48. Well, I would have guessed. I would have guessed you'd done like 25-ish. Maybe oh, well. I have. I don't know. Whatever I'll it have is, to look it's at the a really it's fun being married to someone who's doing <laughs> this because I get to try all of her food and you're a great cook, babe. And I also so I love making music. I feel like you love cooking. Is that a fair thing to say? Yeah. Yeah. I I feel like I enjoy cooking when I kind of have something to follow, like the cookbook, but I mean, I also like cooking on my own, but yeah. I feel like it is relaxing to me, and I enjoy seeing a finished product at the end of what I'm doing. I've heard people say that cooking is a relaxing thing. That has not been my experience. <laughs> when I try and cook, it's like stressful, and what about it is relaxing? Like, why do people love it so much? I feel like there's so many like skills that you can do repetitively that are are like you just focus yourself on one thing and it just kind of calms you like chopping something or watching something brown in a pan like wow it's very calming to me I don't know (laughs) (laughs) that's funny I it's it's just weird that I know what you're talking about but my experience has been the exact opposite (laughs) that stresses me out when I'm watching something in an oven I'm like is it burning yet is it did I take it out too early and well, I love watching you cook and because I know you enjoy it. I also know you, like, since I got married to you, well, even before I got married, when we started dating, I have been to, like, more restaurants than I probably ever had prior to meeting you. And, like, I was, <laughs> what, 22 when I met you? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. In 22 years, I didn't go to that, as many restaurants as I have in the last three years. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's one of my favorite things to do, just to try different dishes, different cultures, and just kind of find the fun spots around town. Yeah. I feel like it's opened my eyes to like appreciating new foods and stuff because you know me, I'm the kind of guy that like there's one restaurant here in Franklin. It's an Italian place that mm-hmm. we go to a few times and and every time I've gone, I order the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Like that's the kind of foodie that I am. I, if, <laughs> if there's something I know I like, I just get that. I don't really branch out, but mm-hmm. I would say you're the opposite. You try new things and you've, you've encouraged me to, to try new things. And um, I've been introduced to like a whole new world when it comes <laughs> to food just by knowing you. Good. You needed it. <laughs> so we're going to California. Mm-hmm. And speaking of food, well, I know we have a lot of listeners in California. Ooh. And so just the West Coast in general. And California is the home of the famous In-N-Out Burger. Mm-hmm. And that's like maybe the first place that we're ever going to go where I've been there and you haven't. <laughs> I haven't been. What are you looking forward to about In-N-Out? And then what kind of food are you hoping we get to try just while we're out west? Um, well, I'm excited about In-N-Out. I'm excited to see what the hype is about and all the secret menu items that everybody talks about. So I'm if you're If you're listening to this from California or <laughs> from a place where they have In-N-Out, because if you didn't know, we don't have In-N-Out here in Tennessee or the South. So if you're listening... And you want to suggest something for Alexis to try, just message me on Instagram <laughs> and I'll make sure she sees it before we go. I'll try it. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, keep going. Um, so I know California is like basically the farm to table capital of the world. I don't know about the world, but definitely the country. Um, so what's that? What's that mean? Farm to table. So like all of the food there is really fresh and they take pride in the fact that the majority of their state farms and they use their own produce to make the food that they serve you in restaurants in a lot of places. So they are supposedly going to have really fresh food, really good, like grown where we are in the area that we are that we get to try so i'm excited about that um we're going to san francisco so there's good seafood in san francisco so i've heard yeah (laughs) um yeah i don't know i just i'm excited to try it all i am too i'm just excited so i've been lucky enough i feel like i've spent a lot of time in california throughout my life just traveling with my dad and then we've we've got family out there my mom's from washington state so we're out i've just spent a lot of time out west and um you haven't and so i'm excited to go with you most of the time i've spent has been in southern california but i've also spent a decent amount of time in 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 norcal and um you know I'm just excited for to to take you to a place where uh, the culture is definitely different. Like mm-hmm. I've I've grown to realize that like California and Tennessee 
may as well be like different countries. <laughs> and um, I'm excited to do that with you. And I just love traveling with you. And the reason we're going, one, because we want to go, but two, because we wanted to do something to celebrate your birthday. Mm-hmm. And you're turning 24 years old. You're almost halfway to 50. Isn't that weird to think about? Yeah. <laughs> um, as a woman who is about to be 24 you're married you have a good job um you have a great dog and a great husband (laughs) what are you like looking towards for the future like what is what's the next step for you as as a woman even outside of just our marriage but you as an individual like what are you dreaming about? What are you hoping for? What are you excited for? What are you stressed about? <laughs> That's a loaded question. Yeah. <laughs> um, I feel like I've accomplished a lot being only 24 and graduating college and being on my second job that I really enjoy. Like I feel like at this point in a lot of people's lives that are 24, they're not married they don't really have a great job or they do have a great job but they hate it that kind of thing so I'm really proud of myself in the fact that I have worked to find something that I do like to do and am sticking with it um I think that's something I'm looking forward to is kind of just like establishing myself more if that makes sense like I'm the youngest person working at my job Mm. which isn't a bad thing but it's also like the people I work with have lived so much more life than me and I'm excited to kind of just like see what they've seen walking in my shoes when they were there so kind of just like yeah establishing myself more i wonder because i can relate to that desire i think both you and i are people who like we thrive off of stability Mm -hmm. i wonder if you ever feel established Mm. like i wonder if you asked someone who's 50 yeah who's been through obviously a lot more life than you have do you feel established? I don't know. I don't know the answer to that because yeah. I would agree with you. I feel like as a 25 year old, I feel proud of the things I have accomplished and um, thankful for the opportunities that I've gotten to take mm-hmm. and, and things like that. But, you know, I don't feel I wouldn't say I feel any more established right now than I did when I was 18, graduating from high school. And it's weird to say it. That's like (laughs) almost eight years ago now. Mm -hmm. And so in my mind, I think eight years from now, I'm going to be 34. I feel like, okay, by the time I'm 34, I'm going to have this down. (laughs) I'm going to be established. Yeah. Uh, Do you think that? Do you think eight years from now you're going to be established? I don't know. After you're saying that, I feel like... You're right. I feel like we're going to listen to this and be like, we were so dumb thinking we were going to be established in 2010, how many ever years? Yeah. I don't know. I I think that it's a good thing 
to strive for. Yeah. Because like, yeah, it's a good thing to keep in mind when you're, especially when you're going through things that you have to like have some sort of like perseverance or resolve. Like the first thing that comes to mind is going through college. Mm -hmm. Like if I didn't have it in the back of my mind that, okay, once I finish, I'm going to have a degree and that's going to help me be able to do things that I want to do and become more air quote established. Mm -hmm. If I didn't have that, I probably wouldn't have finished. Like Mm. I didn't love college enough to be like, (laughs) I'm just going to stay here because I love it. I did it because I wanted something out of it at the end. Mm -hmm. And now that I'm what almost I'm almost three years removed from college, I mean it's great that I have the degree. I don't I wouldn't say established is how I feel. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So what do you do if let's say eight years from now when you're what thirty two? Will you be thirty two in eight years? Don't make me do that. Yeah, you'll right be thirty two. <laughs> what do you do when you're thirty two and you don't feel? any more established than you do now that's hard yeah I feel like sitting here right now at 24 and looking back at everything I've done I'm proud so I hope in eight years or however many years when I'm 32 I'll be proud of the life that I've built so far yeah I think so Last week I had Hank on, mm-hmm. you know, Hank. And if you haven't listened yet, you should go back and listen after this to my episode with Hank Curtis. Um, Hank, you know a little bit about the things he struggled with, but one thing that he talks about a lot and that he's been learning over the last few years is the importance of gratitude. Mm-hmm. And he brought it up multiple times in our conversation last week and it's really been like rattling around in my brain lately. Just Mm -hmm. gratitude, gratitude, gratitude. And I think that's so important and it's something that's easy to say and everyone's heard it before. Be thankful for what you have, have gratitude. But when I really sit and think about my life from when I was 18 to now, If I look at it through a lens of gratitude, I feel so much better Mm -hmm. and so much more fulfilled than I do when I look back and and look now and think, (laughs) man, I'm no, I'm no better, no more better off than I was at 18. Mm -hmm. Do you, does that change your perspective at all? I mean, yeah, yeah, I, I, completely agree I mean I think that when you're thankful for things you don't have room in your mind for other thoughts or feelings like you can't be thankful and negative in the same sentence I agree I didn't mean to just preach at you like that I was just (laughs) kind of thinking out loud but well maybe eight years from now I'll convince you to do another podcast so we can listen to this one before (laughs) um This episode is going to be a little shorter than normal because like I mentioned before, Alexis and I still have to pack for our flight that's in like six hours. But I do do want to finish, babe, on uh, kind of a fun note and um, something I know you like to talk about. And it's our lovely dog, Roscoe. (laughs) He's, uh, so we just dropped him off at my, my parents' house and... 
I hope you're okay with me sharing this, but when we were leaving, you were teary-eyed. So were you. No, <laughs> I was not. <laughs> you were teary-eyed, man. No. And I thought that was really sweet because uh, we got him back in like November. Mm-hmm. I want you to tell the listeners the story of Roscoe and what it is that you love so much about him. <laughs> like the story of how we got it? Yeah. Okay, um, so Josh follows, I follow it too, this Instagram account um, that is basically like a foster rescue program um, in Nashville, and basically they take puppies in or dogs in that have been abandoned or shelters aren't able to take care of them or anything like that and basically house them with fosters until they can get adopted so one day we were scrolling and we saw a picture of roscoe and i told josh i don't remember did you just apply for him or yeah so i actually applied for one of his litter mates like earlier in the week Mm -hmm. and we didn't get him and i was like oh okay but then roscoe became available like a few days later and uh the instagram account reached out to me and said hey we know you applied for another dog in this litter well we have another one who's available do you want him and then i told you about it Mm -hmm. so basically they were like yeah he's available you can go meet him at his foster's house today um it's kind of short notice but we have other people interested Blah, blah, blah. So that weekend, we were planning on going to visit Jackson and Leah in Knoxville. So it was a Friday and we were like on our way out of town and we were like, okay, yeah, let's just go meet him. And if it doesn't click, then oh, well, we'll just try for another dog. Um, So we went to meet him at his foster's house and it was a really cold day and he was so tiny and the foster didn't let us in her house which understandable for safety reasons (laughs) but we were like freezing outside and he was shaking and just like ready to go back inside and we were like he's so cute so we thought about it on our way to knoxville and then we just ended up saying yeah let's do it so that weekend i went with leah to target and bought all of his things and we picked him up on the way home on yeah. sunday so and so that was thanksgiving so like four or five months ago mm-hmm. what has having a dog in our house what do you love about it and what has it taught you um he's the sweetest dog i've ever known mm. he's so cute And he loves us so much. And I think there really is a difference in like dogs that you rescue and dogs that you get from a breeder or something like that, which either or is fine, but I'm not trying to bash anybody (laughs) getting their dog from a breeder. But I just feel like rescue dogs have such a like thankful heart because (laughs) they know where they came from. Like they're like, these people saved my life. So they owe us everything (laughs) but yeah he's so sweet and he's almost seven months old and and what what has he taught you um 
that you can't control everything. Mm, that is good. <laughs> he is going to do what he wants, no matter what you tell him. So, yeah. yeah. I, uh, that's a good one. I definitely <laughs> feel like I've learned that with Roscoe. And I think so he's just a dog. And so it's not like, I don't know. I feel like it's weird how much I've learned from having a dog because he's just a dog air quote but um i feel like he's showed me (laughs) that i'm like really selfish sometimes (laughs) and because there's times where he i'll be like laying on the couch watching basketball or whatever and he knocks on the door because he's got to go to the bathroom (laughs) and when i say he knocks on the door he like hits our door to get out of the house to let us know he's got to go pee or whatever (laughs) And I will feel in those moments like so like, oh, do I have to do this? But I I always, always get up and, and take <laughs> him out. And it's just showing me like, wow, dude, you're being so selfish. This guy has to pee. He could just pee on your carpet, but he's letting you know he wants to go outside. Just take him out for two minutes so he can pee. But um, we will miss Roscoe while we're out of town. But I know how much you love that dog, and so I wanted to finish up with letting you talk about him, honey. Thanks. Well, we have to pack, like I said, and we have a flight to catch in a few hours. Um, I want you to know, Alexis, I love you so much, and I am thankful to have someone in the house with me that will record a podcast, (laughs) but I also want to let you know I feel so proud when I get to release something and you're on it because I love people getting to know what an amazing woman I'm married to. So thank you for sitting down and talking, even though I'm sure it's not what you, the first thing you wanted to do right now when we have so much to do, but I love you and I'm looking forward to this week in California with you and happy birthday. Thank you. I love you. I love you. To those of you listening, Thank you for tuning in. We'll be back with more episodes soon. Have a great day.